allergies today. Allergies suck, bro. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, but it's a good thing because that means we're getting warm weather. All right. No, enough nonsense. Let's get into this. Uh, thank you, gentlemen, for being here tonight. It's a little late, I know. Uh, and thank yeah. you, folks, for joining us on... I do remember what number we're on on battle topics, like twenty something already, probably. I think it's I think it's I think it's like eight or nine, honestly. <laughs> yeah, since we only do it every other week or so. Yeah. But no, thank you. Uh, right. This one's actually been a one we've been talking about for a while. It's, it is hopefully going to be a good old series. Uh, we're doing, or well, starting with the original, but we're doing the double XL freshman classes. Um, and the first one was in two thousand and seven. I can't even believe that's been. 15 years it's crazy dude um more recent ones we probably won't know anybody from probably not <laughs> probably not um this was a stacked class though it was yeah, it was um so the annual double xl freshman list and a company magazine cover has become a staple in hip-hop uh something of lore it's all about the list, but those names are eagerly awaited on every year while being on the list doesn't guarantee anything but a bit of extra buzz. Um, some hype around your next project and it costs her alongside the other freshmen. Um, and a cypher. Um, I don't think they did a, started a cypher until 2010, though, so the first three uh, classes really didn't get one. Yeah, I don't I don't think they did. Which, mm-hmm. if this class had a cypher, has a lot of good ones on it. Yes, it does. But um, you get the concert alongside the other freshmen, and it does offer some extra validation from the hip-hop on a higher level. Uh, from some extra validation from... Yeah, that doesn't make sense how they wrote that. Uh, but since 2007, the XXL freshman list is something to talk about, something to debate, something to overanalyze for at least a couple weeks, but careers have to play out before... Anyone can truly determine if the determined, sorry, if the artists were deserving of the accolade. We decided to go back and look at some of the freshman class of the past, take a second look at just how successful those artists were and what those artists are now. Um, so the first one, so the cover was actually called the leaders of the new school. Um, mm-hmm. And yep. it's 10 artists. Uh, we've got shoot, Saigon, Plies, Rich Boy, Lupe Fiasco, which we talk about, uh, Boozy, or Little Boozy when he's on at this time, but Boozy Badass, um, Gorilla Zoe, Gorilla Zoe, that's six, Joel uh, Ortiz, Joel Ortiz, Crooked Eye, who became King Crooked, yeah, uh, Papoose, Papoose, and, and Young, Young Dro, <laughs> uh, uh, yes. Yo, Papoos is so underrated still to this day. Yes, he is. Uh, yes, he is. But you were talking about how King Crooked and Joel were dropping an album, or did they drop an album? Or uh, they're, they're getting ready to. Uh, it'll be March 11th, uh, so just a few weeks after this episode comes out, uh, King Crooked and Joel Ortiz are dropping a, uh, an album called The Rise and Fall of Slaughterhouse. Yep. yep. Two former Slaughterhouse members. I mean... Slaughterhouse could technitally still exist, but uh, they definitely have to yes. call themselves something else, though, right? <laughs> well, no, 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 no. They own the rights to Slaughterhouse, but Joe Budden, quote unquote, retired from rapping. And, but did he and really wrote, have an effect? No, but <laughs> uh, but Royce said uh, 
in multiple interviews he didn't want to do a three-man slaughterhouse yeah. Uh, so that effectively says that the group is dead. No, nah, just put Big Sean in there. <laughs> there you go. Why not? Look, been on my Big Sean here lately. Do do so underrated. Yes. Right. Well, um, the butcher. <laughs> no, nah, he's in Griselda. We got to keep them separated. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, it's, All right. it's just him and um. Uh, Ortiz. No. It's Benny oh, the butcher and Conway. No, Conway left. Conway left the group. Oh man, I'm gonna have to look up Griselda now. Okay, I thought we were talking about Slaughterhouse. Though. I'm sorry. Mm-mm. No, I, Slaughterhouse was just uh, Joe Budden, Royce to Five Nine, Joel Ortiz, and King Crooked. Right. Um, so it was uh, what Conway uh, the Machine, Benny the Butcher, and who was the third member of Griselda? It was, the third, well, it was Westside Guns, Conway yeah. Machine, Mac Homney, and then they added uh, Benny the Butcher. Right. And the Alchemist is a producer. Right. Uh, Try to see here recently if it says anything, but it still shows Conway part of Griselda. Uh, I was reading an article just before we started recording, and I meant to send it to you, but I accidentally hit the damn. I hit the wrong button. Oh, nope. You're right. It says former right there. <laughs> yeah. Him and El Camino are not part of it. But it says Westside Gun, Benny the Butcher, The Ringer, uh, Armani Cesar, Moldy James, Wyan Billy, Matt Homie, Rome Streets, uh, Kesha Plum, and Stove God Cooks. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, let's get into the uh, 2007 XXL freshman class. Uh, First person we're going to talk about is Saigon. So although plagued by numerous setbacks and delays, Saigon, uh, whose real name is Brian uh, Brian Danielle Kernard, uh, then highly anticipated debut solo LP, The Greatest Story Never Told, finally arrived back on February 15th, 2011. So he was in the freshman class in 2007, but actually didn't drop his first album until 2011. Uh, Four years yeah. later. That's yeah. insane. So it was largely produced by Just Blaze with additional beats courtesy of Buckwild, Scram Jones, and the man himself, Kanye West. Yep. Uh, as well as a high-profile feature from Black Thought, Bumby, Faith Evans, Q-Tip, and that slum dude, Jay-Z. Among uh, other slums, probably. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Greatest Story Never Told entered onto the Billboard 200 at number 61, selling 11,000 copies. Two additional solo entries would come in later years, uh, and they were also, uh, it was parts two and three, of his greatest story never told series, but the first album was his most successful. Uh, did you guys ever listen to any of those albums? Um, I remember when his first album dropped. Um, I don't think I listened to the whole album. I just heard. I mean, you were like what eight or oh, nine? No, two thousand eleven. <laughs> I, I just had graduated high school. Well, I was oh. my first year of college. So, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, but so Saigon has gone on to make appearances on HBO's Entourage series and he was in the fourth season of Love and Hip Hop New York 
all in a five-year time span. Okay. I remember now, him on Entourage, but I don't watch Love and Hip Hop, so. Yeah, I don't either. Yeah, don't is that know. the Joe oh. Budden season? Or is that the Joe Budden one? Or is uh, it Jim Jones and Joel's too? Maybe. Or is he on a different one? I, I'd have to look it up. I don't. Yeah. I, I know I that Jim Jones it. and Joel's are on New York. Yeah. Um, so, if you're wondering where Saigon is now, uh, the Spring Valley, New York MC seems to be laying pretty low as of late. Aside from forming his own boutique imprint, Squid Ink Squad Records, in 2014, there has yet to be an official announcement pertaining what should become his upcoming fourth untitled studio album. Let me just double check, because this... This did come out five years ago. Uh, well, according to Wikipedia, he has not dropped anything since Greatest Story Never Told three. Three. Not what uh, about what about Pain, Peace, and Prosperity twenty twenty one? Yeah. Or is that the pri- or is that the untitled uh, one you're talking about? I, I mean, it. I looked on uh, Amazon and Spotify and couldn't find that album. Um, yeah, so. pain, peace, and prosperity is extended plays. Yeah, and he's so got who knows what it actually is. Nah, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at it right now. I'm looking at it right now. Hold on, about to send this to y'all in the group. Hold on. Okay. Uh, now in 2020, so just two years ago, Saigon uh did sign to Tech Nine's Strange Music label. And okay. he dropped an EP called Triple Seven The Resurrection. Uh, and that's the last thing that he's done. All right. Did y'all get it? Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. 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 So that was the last. Uh... It's an hour long album. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just saying this is his latest work. <laughs> it was last year. So like I'm not like I like I'm I'm not gonna lie, I'm not really too familiar with Saigon. I'm not either. Um, I haven't really heard a lot. I mean, I'd give it a listen, you know. Um I'm always down to, you know, listen to somebody new, you know, which I guess new he's he's a freshman fifteen years ago on that double XL class, but you know, <laughs> If I, I mean, if I haven't heard from him, it's like, well, maybe oh, I'll man, give him a shot. A, he's good. On this album, he's got a feature from Cool G Rap. Oh shit! Yeah. Huh. So. All good. right. All right, uh, Raj, you want the next one? He also has Memphis Bleak on the album. So yeah, man, I heard that name in a hot minute. <laughs> Myth Bleak. Um. Let me see. Uh, I guess I'll get uh, the next boy. Uh, so next on uh, uh, next on the cover was next in the class. Why does it keep saying cover? It's Plies. <laughs> uh, and Plies did he dropped four albums in four years? Start with his two thousand seven debut album, The Real Testament. He did drop a lot. Yeah, he was putting in work in them first four yeah. years. Yeah. He dropped two in the same year, 2008. Yes. Um, despite not dropping a proper solo project since June of 2010, Big Gates Records founder 
uh, Algernon Washington, a.k.a. Plies, who hails from Fort Myers, Florida, has had a career resurgence of sorts lately due to a staggering popularity on social media network, the Gram, Instagram, mm-hmm. uh, displaying his crazy personality and at times crazy antics. Uh, one month witnessed his weekly Sweet Pussy Sat Day series f- for proof on a trendy internet platform and has elevated his star power as further evident by the amount of followers four million five years ago. So who even knows how much it is now. I'm not checking the graph. Right. Um, uh, however, all is not quite on the musical front either. And Plies, uh, and as Plies works feverishly on his eagerly awaited next solo out in Purple Heart, uh, he has a mixtape, ain't no mixtape, bit two, out now, driven by his lead offering, Rich Carlton. Oh, driven by its lead offering, Rich Carlton, which has also spawned, spawned the brand new dance craze that Plies has appropriately dubbed ran off the plug twice okay okay you know, okay whatever applies you you got it plies do yeah. you do you uh, and i just checked his ig he's at nine million followers right now geez. on ig okay uh i i do know on december 13th he released a single entitled racks up to my ear featuring young dolph so he did release an album 2019 called the goat oh huh. Um, he's got Rod Wave G9 on it, Tokyo Jets, uh, Key Glock, Jack Boy, not Jack Boy Man, because we know he can't handle the stage. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this is his actual studio album, so. Mm-hmm. According to Wikipedia, The Goat is a mixtape on Slip and Slide Records. And he released another mixtape called The Real Testament 2 in March of 2020. Man, uh, I ain't heard Slip and Slide records in a long time. That's weird because it says it's on his Big Gates records. Huh. On cover. Yeah, it's it's Big Gates records. It's Slip and Slide and Big Gates records. Oh, okay. Uh, but yeah, it's it's called a, a... They're labeling it as a retail mixtape. What does that mean? Uh, your guess is as good as mine on that. Let me uh, do a quick Google search to see what they tell me retail mixtape means. Well, like a normal mixtape that they make available to the public, I, I guess. I don't, I don't know. I mean, you can get mixtapes all over. So, right. uh, recent years Damn, have given the Plus birth. Damn, old as shit. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker was born in 1976. <laughs> Damn. So, wait, uh, hold on. This motherfucker. Wait, he was what? Thirty-one? He ten years older than me. Yeah, he yeah. was thirty-one when he first made his big his first big album. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes Damn. it takes a while, man. Damn, you ain't no freshman, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> uh, How long so, you been held back? <laughs> so the term uh, retail mixtape. It says, according to Google, uh, it said recent years have given birth to the term retail mixtape the existence of which only serves to further complicate matters. These projects allege to maintain the feel of a mixtape while commanding the price of an actual album. Huh. I, I, I don't know that that makes much sense, but that's what, uh, what it is. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. what it is. That's what it is. What it is. Right. 
Yeah. It is what it is. All no right. Uh, let's move on to the, the next one. Yes. Next one on the list we're talking about is Rich Boy. Yeah. Rich Boy. Mo- Throw some diesel. All right. We'll get to it. Yeah. So Mobile, Alabama's rich boy born Maurice Richards is most famously known for his mega popular smash hit, Throw Some D's. And it's even more impressive Little John Laced Remix, which sports appearances from Andre 3K, Jim Jones, Nelly Murphy Lee, and The Game. That verse by Andre 3000 on that remix is so good. Yeah. But ever since his self-titled Zone 4 slash Interscope debut, which also spawned two additional chart toppers, Boy Look A Here, and Good Things, and Good Things, was unveiled way back on March 13th, 2007. He released a follow-up independent release in 2013 and 2015, but he has never matched the hype of his first single. Where is he now? Maybe unbeknownst to some, the now 32-year-old rapper has continuously been his on his music grind. Fast forward nine-plus years since his debut, and Rich Boy, who has renamed, who remained active on the mixtape circuit, is working on a still-untitled new release slated to be released very soon. I hope he invested his uh, ringtone money to something good. Oh That's my God. I afloat. think so. Yeah, uh, 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 so according to Wikipedia, the last mixtape he dropped was in 2013, but that's not right because he dropped something in 2015. Yeah, it's it's, it's, well. it's something, it's called Featuring. That's the name of the thing in 2015. Uh, yeah. Huh. He did, he, but he yeah. did win a 2007 Rookie of the Year from the BET Hip Hop Awards. Oh. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm throwing it out there. <laughs> it's an accomplishment. I mean, I mean, everybody get a participation trophy. Hey. Yeah. You know, it, it says in 2009, he did a follow-up single called Drop and became uh, popular online through remixes and freestyles from then up-and-coming internet rappers, including uh, Childish Gambino, Kid Cudi, and Earl Sweatshirt. So there you go. Okay, I, I I like the title of his one of his 2009 mixtapes, Kool Aid Cushion Convertibles. There you go. I, I, I mean, can roll with, with that. Speed right. <laughs> yep. All right. Um, yeah. Let's move on to the, the, next one. the next one. Yeah. Yep. Next up, we're gonna talk about the man, the myth, the legend, Lupe Fiasco. Uh, the so, samurai. That's right. So at one point, Lupe had a legitimate chance at being one of the top five MCs in the game. Facts. Album delays and some questionable decisions decreased the hype, and the music seemed to never reach the heights of his 2006 debut album, Lupe Fiasco's Food and Liquor. And the follow-up, Lupe Fiasco's The Cool, released just nine months later. So this man dropped two albums in nine months. Yeah. 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 Um, and he only planned to make three albums. Yeah. yeah. Um, so if you're wondering where Lupe is now, well, in 2016, he released his fifth studio album, Tetsuo and Youth, the follow-up to his Grammy-nominated Food and Liquor 2, the Great American Rap Album Part 1, which came out in 2012. Uh, 
So uh, Tetsuya and the Youth garnered mostly positive reviews from fans and critics alike. And now Lupe is returning yet again with not one, but three purported albums in the works. The CEO of First and 15th Entertainment, who cited in no particular order Nas, Jay-Z, Common, AZ, De La Soul, NWA, Most Def, Pharrell Williams, A Tribe Called Quest, and Gangstar as his biggest musical influences, recently unveiled he would release a new album titled Droga's Light, the first of the trilogy series, which also includes Skulls and Roy. In addition, the superstar lyricist runs two clothing companies, uh, Righteous Kung Fu and and Truly and Truly. Uh, He has also designed sneakers for Reebok, as well as having previously been involved with charitable activities, including the Summit on the Summit Expedition. It has also recently been reported amidst rumors of a subsequent retirement that the Chi-Town Wordsmith's last hoorah, so to speak, will be a sequel called The Cool 2. So uh, he has dropped, uh, in 2017, he dropped Droga's Light. 2018, mm-hmm. he dropped Droga's Wave. He has not released one yet since then. Um, but no, he does have a lot of other side projects, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, he's he's been in uh, Beaten Path and uh, the TV show Empire. He's also uh, challenged a multiple esports uh, FGC esports guys fighting game community. Uh, he challenged Daigo to a Street Fighter battle, which he won. He don't want that smoke. Oh, he, he uh, won. He won. <laughs> oh shit! You can watch it online. He didn't win, but he won. Yeah. Um, but he's also done a lot of really weird stuff. Um, claiming to be a samurai now. Uh, he's he he's he's just he's just a strange man. I still respect his lyricism, but he's a strange man here and there. Yeah, I um recently got to listen to because you you hammered the yeah. Lupe Fiasco's Food and Liquor album. Yes. Yeah. Without wrong? Listened, I, no, no, no. <laughs> Hang on now. Don't don't jump my ass. I'm just I'm trying to tell you something. <laughs> I listened to the album I want to say about 2 weeks ago, like I listened to the whole album. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um I thought it was amazing. Um I wish I had known about Lupe Fiasco back then. You know what I mean? Which I knew Kick Push and all that. But then you hear songs like, you know, Daydreaming, and I know you don't like Jay-Z, but the song Pressure with Jay-Z, of course, he did good with that one. Um, uh, see, what other song? Let me go Let me go to the Wikipedia well, page real quick. Jay-Z look. may have done good with that one because he probably didn't write the lyrics to that one. That's yeah. what I'm thinking. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to say Lupe I, and uh, Kanye. Right yeah. Right, right. Uh yeah, and uh, the what was the one? Uh, the cool. He also had a song called "The Cool," that was yeah. on Food and Liquor, which ended up being the title of his very next record afterwards. You know, um, but yeah, I mean, going back and listening to the whole album, I was like, man, I I it made me immediately say, I gotta go listen to the Cool next. You know what I mean? Um, I hadn't had a chance to listen to that yet because I'm still in the midst of trying to listen to Kid Cudi because. 
you know, y'all been on my ass about that too. Uh, well, Roger has at least. Um, uh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> my my me my suggestions don't miss. <laughs> right, right. No, no, no. no it's, I, it's I just enjoy- I no. I, I enjoyed mean, it. I, I enjoyed it though. Yeah, I know, but I I just thought uh, I feel like those are guys that you would like because they're the more metal lyricist style yeah. rap anyway or hip hop. Yeah, um, yeah. You did mention Chip. You did mention that he dropped a single this year, right? Uh, boozy. I mean, no. uh, Lupe. Lupe. Yeah. Uh, no, I did not. Did I miss he, that? He actually dropped one February fourth. Okay. I did. I did not know about it. I will listen to it probably uh-huh. after after this. Well, send us yeah. a link then, <laughs> so we can all oh, listen well. to it. I'll enjoy it. All right. That being said, let's move on to the next one. You got it, Raj? Um, yeah, the next one is uh, old boozy badass little boozy B O O S I Z. Can't spell his name for anything. Everybody uh, like Zoom, Zoom, Zoom. Mister Wipe It Down Junior. Zoom. <laughs> Wipe it down like Zoom. So uh, young jocks is going down dance too. You see that shit? Yes, but no boozy jumped on the scene in two thousand one via the Pimp C created True Entertainment. Um, they all were part of uh, uh him and webby and uh fox a million yeah that was a that was a lit album yeah it was <laughs> uh by 2007 he and webby who webby was the better rapper out of the group um the label's main act acts had begun to make more uh make noise uh, excuse me in 2006 he released his major label debut badass and the follow-up in 2009 super bad return of boozy badass became what is still his best performing album yet um, so after pleading guilty to drug charges, Torrance Hatch, um, formerly known as Boozy Badass, does he not go by that either now? I can't remember. Uh, no, he's, he's is it just Boozy? boozy. I, think, or, I think it's just Boozy, right? Uh, well, according, so. according to Wikipedia, it says Torrance Ivy Hatch Jr., better known by his stage name Boozy Badass or simply Boozy, formerly... Okay. Lil Boozy. Boozy. All right. Uh, but he was sentenced to eight years and Louisiana State Penitentiary, boy. That's some long summers. <laughs> Fuck yeah, it is. After spending 2009 to 2014 behind bars, the artist formerly known as Lil Boozy um, finally emerged a free man on March 5th, 2014. He released an album, Incarcerated, while in prison, but with no real promo, it went under the radar. Like, my thing is, how do these how do these guys make albums in prison? Like, Gucci Man dropped like forty eight albums in prison, and he was only there like three months. So, <laughs> hey, uh, Boosie Boosie done dropped a a ton of albums. Yeah, he like, drops what, albums all the time. One, right? two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. This man done dropped fifteen albums. Yeah, not how many of those were like mixtapes and stuff? No, that's not including mixtapes. Oh shit. He's got think it's 40 he's got 42 mixtapes. Jesus. Jeez. But my thing is how good are they? Are they any good at all? They, I mean, I I mean do we I, I don't fuck with Boozy, so I can't tell you anything. I, I I mean, I ain't fucked with Boozy since probably that second album. Like uh I, said, I always thought the return I always thought Webby was the better one, so I listened to him more than I listened to Boo. Oh, yeah, Webby was definitely the better one. Um, but um, Lil Boozy now, uh, 
It starts to a long time coming slash comeback collection touchdown to cause hell, which is on True Entertainment. Badass Atlantic Records was released May of 2016. The native band Rouge, Louisiana, father of seven. Damn, seven. <laughs> Man, that damn. dude trying to catch up to Danny Myers. Oh Bruh. my god. Hey. <laughs> he got an eleventh coming. Bruh. Figured he'd learn a lesson from it. Bruh. All your Bo- opponents pulling out the last minute should have told you something. Boosie dropped two mixtapes on the same day. Uh, and it, back to BR. November 26, 2021, oh, and Mississippi, November 26, 2021. Mississippi? Ain't David Banner? Talk about Why are you going to drop two mixtapes on the same day? And Just make it a double. I was going make it a double. But, um, no, uh, Father of Seven, who recently revealed he has been suffering with diabetes, is presently focused on a slew of forthcoming projects, another solo album, a joint effort, effort called penitentiary chances with another incarcerator he's trying to make music with c murder bro bro did this album ever come out uh what was it called penitentiary chances uh i don't see anything on his let me see boozy uh yeah i don't see anything on his wake up oh yeah it did came out in 2016 Bruh. What? Bruh, I may have to give that a listen just to hear some murder. Deluxe edition. It's got Cool Keith, Busy Bone, Sea Murder, uh, yeah, Gela, <laughs> Cutterboy G, uh, Mac Millie, Snoop Dogg. What the fuck? What the fuck? And then his most recent stuff was those two mixtapes he talked about. He dropped three mixtapes in 2021. Oh, he has a... He has a... No? He has an album from this year. What did it drop? What? The motherfucker dropped six <laughs> days ago. Heartfelt. What? It dropped February 22nd. What the hell? Hold up. Hold on. I, I, gotta, I gotta look this up. Hold, Hold on. on. While we talking about C-Murder, uh... While y'all looking that up, so in in 2002, Corey Miller was arrested in connection with the murder of 16-year-old Steve Thomas. He was sentenced to life in prison, and he is currently serving that sentence in the Louisiana State Penitentiary. However, controversies surrounding witnesses involved in Miller's trial came to light in 2018, when two key witnesses recanted their statements, claiming they had been pressured into testifying against Corey Miller by authorities. Uh, Miller maintains his innocence, and he, his brothers, and his nephew have all called for a new trial. Oh, shit. I mean, at this rate, doesn't uh, Percy have enough money to get anybody out of jail? I mean, pretty much. (laughs) (laughs) Right. But, uh... No, Boosie just dropped an album. What the fuck, <laughs> man! I sent it to y'all in the uh, in the, oh, in, the in the chat. Uh, I will that's, not listen. That's the whole album. No, I'm just <laughs> give it a listen. Just give it a listen. We'll see. No, no it's Boosie. I mean, <laughs> I mean if, if you said Webby came out with a new album, I'm like, all right, I, I gotta peep that. <laughs> all right, 
All right, well, let's move on from there. Uh, Gorilla yeah, Zoe. Uh, all the what? beats bumping. All the hoes jock. Nah, nah. Um, <laughs> beats they rocking. Middle of the stage. The whole club. Watch. Yes. Let me get through this. Let me get through this. All right. So, Gorilla, so Gorilla Zoe. Looking back at it, Zoe is one of those artists that stuck out as being questionable for the for the mention in the first place. The former Boys in the Hood album did take Jeezy's spot in the group and was signed to a solo deal as part of Bad Boy South slash Block Entertainment. It cannot be forgotten that he released a couple of signature hits as well as Hood Figure, because I'm not going to say the N-word, and the Young Jock. <laughs> hey, I'm just being honest. And the Young Jock assisted Juice Box, both taken from his Welcome to the Zoo debut album. His follow-up album, Don't Feed the Animals, featured another banger, Lost. Lost yep. Still, he had he didn't have the pedigree of some of the other artists on this list, but he had all the mar- makings of a potential star. So where is he now? Although it has been five long years removed from King Kong, the third solo album from oh, Atlanta. I thought you were talking about the banger by yeah, Jibs. Another, oh, yeah, by Jibs. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, uh, Gorilla Zoe, uh, otherwise known as Alonzo Mathis, that in no certain way means that he has hung up the microphone for good. As a matter of fact, Zoe actually returned his this past February with a party starter Red Cup featuring Flo Rider to those label International Music Group. To his, to, to whose label International Music Group is now inked to, and, and Afrojack. I don't know who Afrojack is. Even though the sound you know who is Afrojack a depart- is? I haven't. I, I don't think I've heard him before. Um, I, send me so, some info. Uh, yeah, I will. Even though the sound is a departure of sorts from his early music, it just goes to show that Zoe is quick and easy to adapt to the current musical climate. Please don't tell me that means he goes mumble rapping because. <laughs> Cause that's that's gonna be a disappointment. I don't know, but just uh, 2020, he released an album called 31 Days of COVID 19. Oh wow! <laughs> I mean, way to stay relevant, bro. Stay relevant, bro. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, hold on a minute. In July 2018, Gorilla Zoe released a song called Fat Jesus. I mean, he ain't wrong on that. I mean, I've never heard it before. Gorilla Zoe, there we go. Thank you, phone. Yeah, that King Kong album has some good, uh, see, Crazy featuring Gucci Mane, uh, Nasty featuring Yo Gotti, uh, Twisted featuring Lil John, uh, that that Lil John beat might be. uh, He dropped four mixtapes in 2020. That man yep. lived in a studio during COVID. Oh yeah, pretty much. I mean, that's. Yeah, I mean, 2020, 2021, That That's all people was doing, really. Yeah. Hell, Seven Dust released two albums during the pandemic. This man has dropped a shit ton of mixtapes. I bet he ain't yeah. dropped more than uh, Boozy. No, I don't know. This man has a lot. Uh, 
1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27. So he dropped 27 in 2010 alone. 27 yeah. in the same year? 27 in the same year. What? He's dropped 43 mixtapes. So he's got one more than Boosie Badass. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. But this man literally dropped 27 in 2010. That's insane. Only 7 in 2011. Yeah, because you probably wrapped everything out your brain. (laughs) How you got that much to say? I mean, do you really get paid that much from the mixtape circuit? Uh, I mean, the drama circuit, yeah. Gangster Grills will get you a lot because they get a lot of play. Also, nowadays, mixtapes can get put on SiriusXM for good money. Right, and now, uh, especially now with digital streaming rights with Pandora and uh, Spotify, where you can probably right. get a lot of good money. But because um, I remember, like the DJ Premier would always have a mixtape, or DJ Premier. Green Lantern would always come out with a mixtape. DJ Green Lantern's got some dope stuff. Yeah, he does. That Buster yeah, Rhymes DJ Green Lantern album uh, mixtape still probably one of my favorite mixtapes yeah. of all time. Yeah. Oh, oh excuse me. Yeah. Um, so Chip, you got the next one, don't you? Yeah, I do. Next up, we're gonna talk about uh, Joel. One one quarter uh, of the, uh, I guess the new slaughterhouse. No, he's one quarter of the original slaughterhouse. Slaughterhouse. Uh, probably one of the best super groups in hip-hop ever uh we're gonna talk about joel ortiz uh brooklyn new york spitter joel towards ortiz who is of puerto rican descent first rose to fame as a veteran on the underground rap battle circuit oh yeah following two high profile record contracts he was first signed to dr dre's aftermath entertainment and then signed to jermaine dupree's social death label both of which, unfortunately, nothing tangible resulted from, Ortiz opted instead to take the high road by embarking on a now highly notable independent solo journey. Respectfully so, Joel is one-fourth of the Shady Records supergroup Slaughterhouse. Uh, now, mind you, this, was, this article was written in 2017. That group is A, no longer signed to Shady Records, and B, no longer a group. Right. Um, so, uh, as you guys heard earlier, uh, <sighs> Joel Ortiz and another gentleman that is on this list, King Crooked, will be dropping a new album in two weeks. Uh, two weeks in, as of this recording, yes. Yeah, in two weeks, entitled uh, The Rise and Fall of Slaughterhouse. Uh, so, his fifth endeavor that's hip-hop uh came out in march of 2016 the lyrically gifted slaughterhouse quartet's third studio lp glass house uh also came out in 2017 now he has done um a few things since this article was released uh he released uh the album monday and an autograph. An autograph. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and let's see. Uh, 
He's on some collaborative albums too. Yeah, yeah. 2018 he did uh, Mona Lisa with Apollo Brown, Gorilla Glue with Fred the Godson, Fred the Godson. and the Heatmaker. Heatmaker, heat yeah. And then uh, in 2020 he dropped an album or a collaborative album, Hard, uh, which is an acronym featuring King Crooked, uh, aka Crooked Eye, formerly known as Crooked Eye. However you want to say it. Um, so I need to go and listen to that album because I personally really enjoy uh, the way that Joel and Crooked rap and how they that, work. Uh, album's only eight songs and 25 minutes long. Yeah. Oh. Um, so I'm looking at that Mona Lisa album. Right. He had Royce to 5'9 on that one. Okay. Uh, as a, on a feature, I mean that makes uh, sense since they they were I mean they were technically still a group in 2018. Yeah. Uh, when I'm was it? His collapse. Yeah. When they broke up, broke up. Uh, well, I'm just trying to see. 20... Was it 2020? Joe Biden. Uh, no. 2012. I want to say. Uh, well, I'm looking at his. I can look at his music career. Hmm. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, 2012 was the last Slaughterhouse project. Well, I mean, he still did. He's they were still together in 2014. Well. As the project together, yes, but I'm talking about when they actually broke up as a group. I mean, they technically never broke up. They just went on hiatus. Uh, and in the the single, the first single for from the new uh, Joel and Crooked um, album, it's called Vacancy. Um, they they kind of touch on that. And uh, they have a YouTube series uh, that it kind of details the the journey of making this album. And they, uh, Crooked, actually, in, in that documentary uh, series, he says, you know, if we haven't made music as a group in 10 years we ain't gonna make music as a group and that means that the group is dead uh now i do know right i mean if you haven't made if you haven't made music with someone in over 10 years there's probably a reason for it you know what i mean like the group and royce for some reason won't do music with crooked and joel yeah for whatever reason um uh so if yeah. Rise and Fall of Slaughterhouse will have 13 tracks, it says. Okay. Um, uh, neither. Apparently, and there will ahead. be no features uh, from Budden or Royce on this. Nope. Well, I mean, Royce apparently is mad mm-hmm. about this album. Mm-hmm. And he's saying, um, you only have 25%. Well, they only have, together, they have 50% um, stake in it. But how y'all going to do this project? 
without like because y'all ain't fucking trying to do projects. That's how they gonna do that project because y'all right. ain't trying to make work. Well, I mean, so... they they even touched that touch on that. Like, go go listen to "Vacancy" by uh, Joel Ortiz and King Crooked, and and they even touch on that uh, because there's there's a line, yeah, uh, or there's there's a verse that uh, I can't remember if it's Joel or or Crooked. He's there's there's a verse that he says. Um, uh, he didn't create the uh, he didn't create the group, so he can't kill the group. It wasn't Marshall, nah. Uh, he didn't create the group, so he couldn't kill it. It wasn't Paul, nah. Uh, and and it wasn't the fans. Uh, or, or shout out to all the fans. It wasn't y'all. You know, basically saying that there there was no outside interference that broke up this group. It was, no, it was fucking Joe from Bunny. the inside. Yeah, it was Joe Budden. Um, like everybody knows, everybody knows it's Joe Budden, and I've never been a fan of Joe Budden. Like I said, he only got like two actual songs that I like about by him. Two, one. Uh, we talked about what are the, the songs. Come take a walk with me, and I gotta look at it's from that same album. I gotta look it up again. Yeah, yeah. Well, that I mean that's really the only song by. I mean. Like I mean, I'm not a big fan of Joe Budden, but that is one of my top ten favorite rap songs of all time. Is Walk with Me. Uh, Fire, yes, yes, you know. y'all. Yeah, which is also Fire on with, with Busta Rhymes. Yeah, yeah yes, okay, yes, okay, yes, so two, yeah, okay, two, yeah. But that, it... yes, yes, y'all. Was. Wait, Fire was on Def Jam Five in New York. Uh, it's not the song, but it's the background to one of the is either the foundation or. No, no, no. That foundation was sticky fingers, man. Up for foundation. Yeah. Um, okay. I have to look it up now, but it is on there. Uh, I will say he had one other song that was it was pretty good. It was called "Not Your Average Joe," but it was featuring Fat Joe and the R and B singer Joe. Oh, so not <laughs> average. That makes yeah. sense. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no. walk with me and right, fire. Uh, are, are the uh, apparently had pop best. off also on that album on that game. Mm-hmm. I did not know that. Yeah, that was from his album, The Growth. Huh. And apparently, a lot of songs during they had songs that were on the beta that they didn't make it, and Tupac, However You Hear Me, was on there. Um. Uh, uh, Couple DMX songs didn't make it either. Uh, Scarface, Nokio, and TOK. Hypnotize was supposed to be on there. Man, hmm. that would have been a fucking round. Yep. Man, I know Joe Budden had another. Is because I know it's, it's the intro to when you're playing. It goes yes, yes, y'all. And do do do, and then it goes like into the character's introduction. I can't remember what level it is. I'm gonna have to literally boot up the game just to remember. Right, but it's on there. This is a little. It's like a little clip. It's not the full song. All right, let's move on to the next on the uh, list. And it's is it me? Yeah, it's me. Yeah. Um, and yes. We're just going to stay on the slaughterhouse train uh, with Crooked Eye, aka King Crooked, um, another alumni alongside the above mentioned Ortiz, Joe Bud, and Royce Five Nine of Slaughterhouse Collective, the West Coast, Long Beach, California native, 
to be exact, is a rhyme animal, um, King Crocodile or King Cricket, as he preferred to be called, which is now his actual uh, artist stage name. Yes. Um, he has a right. storied history, to say the least, in the music industry. Um, he hasn't gotten his start during. Having gotten his start during the Virgin Record era of his career, where he appeared on compilations released by Big C Styles Imprint, 19th Street, and soundtracks to movies such as Ride and Caught Up, uh, pairing him with the likes of Snoop Dogg, the Eastsiders, the Loonies, really? Um, to the infamous Death Row Second Dynasty, their dying days, where he put in much work on Two Gangsta for Radio and Dysfunctional Family. Um, as well as the Dog Pounds 2002 Ja Rules The Last Temptation and Tupac's new mixed classics uh, the no 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 no, no. you didn't say that right that's classics nah, it's got two C's on it <laughs> uh, so it's P Zacks right <laughs> yes uh, but the, the mention as an that the mention as a double XL freshman in 2007 was a good look, but honestly, it was probably an insult for someone who already been in the game for so long. Yeah, this man has been in the game for like 20 years by this point. Right. Uh, so his I, most I, recent. Go ahead. I, I was going to say, uh, I mean, I've always been fucking with uh, Crooked. I mean, I like him. Yep. I think he's the best. He's the best one in Slaughterhouse, but mm, it's not yeah. like say much. When only, I mean, there's two guys that obviously stand out. Royce could be great, but he always like pigeonholes himself, and Joe Bud is trash. So I mean, you gotta you. Okay, so while we talking about Royce <laughs> for a second, I mean, you gotta you gotta think. It, that's Eminem's best friend, right? Nah, his best friend is proof. Well, you know what I mean. Like they, they boys. Yeah. How come he ain't never been signed to Shady Records? Yeah. As a solo. Because he ain't that good. Yeah. Who Royce? I mean, that's why he got mad in this D twelve because D twelve got signed and he did it. Uh, no, D twelve never got no, signed. No, 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 no. See, see, if you go back and watch the beef documentary. Hold on. If you go back and watch the beef documentary, Royce, every beginning stage, Royce was yeah. M's hype man before Proof was. When originally Proof, I'm sorry, not Proof, I'm sorry, uh, Royce the, was a priority to come, Was he was the next one to come out of Detroit besides M. Every, the begin, all the beginning stages of Eminem's career at the beginning, he was with Royce. Royce wanted to drop Rock City through Shady, uh, wanted to drop uh, Rock City through Aftermath, and if I'm not mistaken, I may have to go back and rewatch the documentary just to to, to 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 clarify. There was a discrepancy between him and Dre, as his manager said in an article that I seen Royce sit Dre down and talk to him like a pupil, and it hit Dre the wrong way. Like whoa, whoa, you know what? You like, and pretty much Royce's manager at the time. Pretty much cost him his deal with Dre, pretty much. And in a sense, he released it on uh, on Koch Records, and it was all right. I don't know if he would have done as well there than it would have if he released it on Aftermath or whatever. But then once that whole deal was done between Dre and Royce, 
M, you know, brought up because originally D12 wasn't together. Dre, uh, Royce leaving or not be, being able to get the deal with Dre made it to where uh, D12 could end up getting back together. Because originally after Bugs passed away, they kind of went the wrong way. But then they reunited, you know, because Proof, you know, Proof became M's hype man. They, you know, and Proof's always been with him I mean, throughout the majority of his career. But at the beginning uh, stages, it was Proof Royce. and M. Yeah. Right. So bringing it. Yeah. Bizarre even said on the on the beef documentary, he said that he seriously wants to thank Royce because he's the reason D12 got back together. You know, they went and met with Dre. And then five months later, you had Devil's Night, you know. So, like, so he was the next so he prodigy. The problem was, well... According to what D12 interviews and different things like that. But my thing is, if but he it was, was with M so long and doing it was one, stuff, and the issue was with Dre and not being able to release the album, why did he, like, even then, not really have the, like, ability to make himself up there? Like, even he had Eminem on most of his songs, though. Yeah. Yeah. I that's just, what I don't, I don't know. Yeah. It, it's crazy. Uh, right. Uh, let me finish up the this part on King Crooked. Right, so, uh, his most recent body of work. Uh, go ahead. At this time, was uh, Static King, is a collab with producer Static Selecta. I guess that's how you say. It. Uh, King Crooked is also CEO of his own record label, yeah, Dynasty Selecta. Entertainment, and Cob Digital. And senior vice president of Treacherous Records, Crooked is expected to release his new project, Good vs. Evil, in the coming weeks. Um, his show, a BET rap search competition one shot, is also premiering soon. I did not know that was about that. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah, 2006. Huh. He had the one shot. Yeah. Um, and then 2016, he dropped Good vs. Evil. And then 2017, he dropped Good vs. Evil 2. The Red Empire. So it was a it was a uh, continuation of the uh, uh, 2016 yeah. album, and he's dropped a lot of in between mixtapes. He dropped uh, right. four of them in a row called the Weeklies, Volume One through Four, uh, in 2019. Uh, then he dropped Weeklies Five, uh, Weeklies Volume Five in 2020. Then obviously collab album Hard. With uh, Joel, and then obviously they're about to make another collab uh, together. Right. Excuse me. Yeah. Oh. But yeah, definitely go check out the new uh, the new uh, song with that uh, King Crooked and Joel's got right now. It's pretty. It's pretty pretty cool. Very insightful too. Um. That being said, let's flip on to the next one on the list. The next one on the list, Papoose. As then, one of the brightest new additions to hip-hop, Papoose, real name is Shamel Mackey, literally broke into the rap game like gangbusters, largely due to the release of his alphabetical slaughter gem. From there, and with the help of DJ K-Slay, Pap was soon able to secure a lucrative, to the tune of $1.5 million, recording contract with Jive Records. His, at the time, proposed 
not to mention highly anticipated debut album, the the Nakarama Dream, which is America spelled backwards, was ultimately shelved, causing him to permanently cut ties with Jive Records. The label went through a merger with Sony, so his ties to the industry were all but gone. And in 2012, the Bedford Stuyvesant wordsmith landed a deal with Fontana Distribution, finally releasing the long-awaited album of coming, the long time coming album, first solo album in 2013. Uh, Papoose married uh, rapturous uh, Remy Ma in May of 08 while she was uh, locked up. The couple shared a recurring role on VH1's popular love and hip-hop New York TV show. His he, he released an album in 2015, but the buzz, hype, hope, whatever it was, was long faded for the MC. Um, so he's released two other albums since then called Underrated and Endangered Species. Um, we know he makes millions of mixtapes because that's what he does. Right. <laughs> yep. Um, he has a recent right. release. Uh, came out February 11th. It's called Black is My Color. It's a black pride. And it's Big, uh, Narsty, Papoose, and Kofi. Is that uh, a mixtape, maybe? It's just a single, is what it says. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's probably from, right. it's a remix. So it's probably from Big Narsty's, whatever that dude's name is, uh, album, maybe, or something like that. But, uh, Right, man, but he had some damn good features though on his first album. He had DJ K Slay, Mob Deep, Erica Badu, Jim Jones, Jada Kiss, Remy Ma, DJ Premier. Bruh. Um, he, know, he had a lot of good every, you know, features every month for 2021. Yeah, he, I was just fixing to say that they're listed really? as EPs he dropped, like they're literally titled January, February, <laughs> March, April, May, and uh, like every month for the the year of 2021 he dropped an ep or mixtape whatever they want to call it hell i can't keep up with it no more i, I don't i don't yeah we got commercial right. mixtapes and we got mixtapes and then and we see, got commercial album. mixtape make no sense like if it's a commercial mixtape that's an album it's an ep right did you ever hear the one song um, that he did where he sampled uh, an interview that CM Punk did on on it, it was he, he uh, it was a promo that CM Punk cut where he says in anybody else's hand in anybody else's hand this is a microphone but in my hand I this is a have. pipe bomb I, yeah I may have like, heard it but I yeah uh, you're the one that let me listen to it bro well I'm... he doesn't remember. <laughs> I know it was like it was years ago. I know. Hang on. I've been hitting the head with stuff since then. <laughs> That's true. Also, DJ Casely, man, shout outs to you for uh, especially making uh, the Rolling Twenty, the Rolling Deep series. Yeah. Uh, wait, hold on. What? So you know how you talked to? So that not your average Joe song is actually a DJ Casely Street Sweeper. Song? Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I thought it was on his actual album. Yeah. So DJ Casey, Fat Joe, Joe Budden, and Joe. Yeah. I think I, I remember this uh, 
Sweet Sweet vs. Volume 2, but I don't remember if I actually had it or not. Uh, I don't know, man. I used to buy mixtapes uh, or bootlegs, as we called them back in my day, because uh, I'm fucking old. Because I'm fucking old. <laughs> they still call bootlegs. There used to be a dude that set up... Uh, yeah, because that's Who Gives a Fuck Where You From was on that one. Yeah. Uh... I might have had this. Yeah, Untouchables with Prodigy and Raekwon. Yeah. Man, I might have had this one. Right. Uh, drama was uh, Lil John, David Banner, and Bun B. Yeah. Man, the mixtapes used to be. <laughs> yeah, the mixtapes used to be the, the shit. Well, I mean, Casey had that radio station, so man, if you was able to get on one of his stuff, he'd play you all the time. All the time. Right. Which is how, I mean, Papoose pretty much stayed relevant for so long. Right. But yeah. But I sent y'all that video in the, uh, to watch your in the uh, chat. Yeah. All right. Well, let's move on to the very I, last one of I the do. evening. You got it, Chip? Oh. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah. 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 <laughs> last, uh, last one of the evening. Last one of the evening, we're going to talk about my man, Young Dro. So after making a huge splash with his regional hit song, Yes Sir, from his 2002 indie LP, what in the world? What? Something, like literally something just started playing on my computer. Sorry about that. Was it the random, uh, I mean, the thing that she, uh, that Talon sent us? Mm-mm. No, nah, it was some Formula One something. Uh, we'll talk about that <laughs> at a later time. Uh, so so back to Young right. Dro. Uh, after making a huge splash with his regional hit song, Yes Sir, from his 2002 indie LP, I Got That Dro, uh, Jawan Young Dro Hart, was fortunate enough to be able to align himself with another Atlanta-based rap artist and then budding music mogul Clifford T.I. Harris, who ultimately signed the hungry upstart to his then-fledgling Grand Hustle Records. Dro's major label outing, Best Thing Smoking, contains his highest-charting single to date, the catchy Shoulder Lean. Bounce right and left and let your shoulder lean. Uh, he released his next album, High Times, seven years later in 2013. That album featured club bangers FDB and Strong. Um, so if you're wondering where Young Dro has been... The native Bankhead Georgia MC returned in September of 2015 with his fourth full-length studio album, The Reality Show, also on Grand Hustle Records, which has since been met with mostly positive reviews that featured another club anthem, We in the City. He's maintained his lane, and as long as he continues to have the backing of T.I., he will be okay. Yeah. 
So he just released. I don't know if it's an album or not, though. But he just released something a couple of days ago. But... Hydro. Well, according to this, it says Hydrophonic was his last uh, major LP called... release. He has something and that called was September 2019. DPWH Don't Play With Him released February 11th. But it could be a mixtape. Huh. But Okay. Um, Young Dro apparently back in uh, 2019 was sent to jail for allegedly punching his girlfriend and smashing pudding on her face. Pudding. Uh, so that album you were Good. talking about, Hydrophonic, it it technically yeah. isn't a major record label debut or a major record. Uh, it's it's a privately held okay. record label, um, that was started in two thousand and three. Yeah, it, okay. I don't know. It's it's weird. Like again, I, I don't know how what the difference is between. Uh, a major record label and a private mega record label. Um, but that particular record label is called Real Talk Entertainment. Uh, they have released albums by okay. uh, Spice One and MC8, Cool Keith, The Outlaws, Lazy Bone, Busy Bone, Dead Prez, uh, Brother Lynch Hung, Bone Thugs and Harmony. Pastor Troy, Lil Flip, Eight Ball, The Young Bloods, uh, MJG, Lil Scrappy, uh, Tennessee's own Haystack, uh, Chingy dropped an album on there. Their most, Ooh. yeah, I didn't even know Chingy still existed. Uh, so the the last albums dropped on this label were uh chopsticks and banana clips by mozzie uh crazy bones nothing left to prove young droves hydrophonics uh bone thugs and harmony greatest hits the real talk entertainment edition and young bucks the rehab man i didn't even know young buck was still making music uh, he's still signed know. to g unit <laughs> no Didn't he no, go that no, yeah, but uh, uh he, he Young Buck does have his own record label called Cashville. Who does it now at this point? I mean, I think everybody has their own record label at this point. You just got to save enough to empty out a closet and put some, put a microphone and some padding in there and have your yep. own record label. Hey, I'm hey. not knocking the hustle. <laughs> we, we, I mean, by that, we got our own record right? label, Movement Radio, yeah. Facts, but we no, uh, <sighs> it's late, but no, yep. um, this, um, uh, I mean, this class, the initial class is a strong class, it is, it is, it is very good. All right, out of all, out of the 10 that we talked about tonight, who you think oh, has had the most oh, impact on hip? Oh, that's tough to say. Could, could you? Yeah, I gotta, you hit, got, I gotta hit you, you with, got I gotta hit like you with the tough question. Joel Ortiz that are still putting out music to this day that I mean are bangers. Um I mean Papoose. Right. You know, what 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 can't you say about Papoose? Uh I mean Lupe's always dropped that that hot knowledge stuff. Yeah. 
I mean, Gorilla Zoe. Uh, right. Uh, Gorilla Zoe bangers. Yeah. Uh, I mean. Right. All right. That might, all right, that might be that might be a, a cheap question to ask. So, so I'll ask you this one. Sorry, Who's man. been the least impactful? None of us even know who he is. You think? Saigon? Yeah, I would say it's Saigon. Because <laughs> we That's literally know ev- we literally know everybody else on this list. That's a very very good point. He dropped a million songs in a year. Yep. Uh, Rich Boy had one of the best bangers. Right. Yes. You you now know Lupe. Yeah, I mean, you yeah. heard of him, but now you know Lupe. <laughs> uh, we all know who Boozy is. Yeah, uh, we, we all know, know who about, Papoose was. Yeah, we all know about Gorilla Zoe. Yep, Joel uh, King Joel Crooked. And King Crooked. I mean, they, and Young Drove. Kinda, <laughs> yeah, I mean Joel and King Crooked kind of go hand in hand. Absolutely. Uh, you know, but yeah, Saigon then, man. Yeah, I, they do. They really do. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, that being said, ladies and gentlemen, we hope you enjoyed this little trip down memory lane. 15 years uh, since uh, 2007, the XXL freshman class revisited. Um, hope you guys enjoyed that. And if uh, what's some of your favorite memories of a lot of these artists that we talked about? Hit us up on the Movement Radio fan page and let us know what you think. Uh, as uh, always, y'all check out movementradio.us. That is your one-stop shop for all things Movement Radio. Um, anything from you, Raj? No, I don't think of all these. I just, I, I really do want to revisit the other classes too. And yeah, me too. Because I mean, there's some, there's some, yeah, absolutely. Classes. <laughs> there are, there are. Well, who knows? That might be on the next episode of Battle Topics. Who knows? Uh, that being said, though, shout out to Sean Thompson, Thompson Personal Training. Shout out to Jerry and Jennifer at the Chronic Conversations Podcast. Uh, Andrew and Sean at the Warrior Workout Network, twitch.tv slash Unleashed Demon with a five of Montanez. And should I watch that with Sean Miller? 21,000 downloads. Thank you guys so much. We appreciate you guys. We love you guys. And uh, looking forward to what we got coming up next. A whole lot of cool things we got going on. More guests coming on. New series fixing to pop up. And uh, we're looking forward to it. We hope you guys are looking forward to it. And again, we appreciate you guys. We love you. We'll see you guys Please next time on another episode. Chip, let's hit like, with the outro. Comment, share, and subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform. Follow us on all of our social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Check out the YouTube channel. Subscribe. Click the bell to get notified of our latest videos. And once again, check out movementradio.us. I am Chip Hazard. I'm Roger Sierra. I'm Talon Williams. And this is Movement Radio. God's plan.